And I was at a regular gym. I was doing a lap pull-down exercise, actually. <laughs> Just minding my own business, and this man came up to me and he said, wow, it's really amazing to see you know, strong women and women lifting weights. And this must have been back in 2009. Mm. And I said, yeah, it's really cool and more women should do it. Mm. And that kind of ignited this fire in me. Like, I want to be a personal trainer. I want to show women the power of strength training. Mm -hmm. And so that got me into the business of being a personal trainer. Welcome to Her Drive Podcast, a female-focused interview series with women of the world discussing their road trips to success. I'm your host, Cindy Cramblett, a travel expert, business owner, and curious spirit with a knack for meeting fascinating women. Please join me as I hop in the passenger seat and chat with these ambitious women about what drives them, twists and turns, and those pedal-to-the-metal moments. Let's drive. All right, hi everybody. I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest on her drive, Miss um, Maddie Watkins, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. So we are sitting in one of the two 202 Strong locations. Maddie is the owner and a badass, <laughs> <laughs> a total badass and uh, Maddie, I remember when I first came across your space, I totally confused who the owner was, but I was coming for a women's event, and then when I found out that it was still a woman-owned business, it made me even more happy. And when scrolling through your, um, your Instagram, I fell in love with the different phrasing that you use, fell in love at the bar, or you know, blah, blah, at the bar. I found my strength at the bar. Yes. That's amazing. How did you come up with that? So, working out, lifting a barbell, feeling strong, it means something different to different people. It could be you found your confidence through lifting heavy weight, or maybe you found an outlet for stress through lifting or doing burpees. And so each person relates differently, and each person has their own unique story. Um, so the I found blank at the bar is a way to fill in what you know, your workout at 202 Strong or specifically lifting a barbell mm -hmm. did for your life. Yeah, well, you know, I love fitness and it's been a big part of my life for really ever. And I just have found that through lifting, there's there's no bullshit. You can right. either pick up the weight, you can do the move and you can do the, it properly or you just simply cannot. Yeah, and you can't hide behind it. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn and try and work hard. And lifting has changed my life um, more than just owning a business so it was this powerful tool that I found that you know I wanted to share with other people and hearing other people's stories you know you say you, there's no bullshit with it and someone else says it does something you mm -hmm. know you fall in love with it for different reasons and amazing it's awesome. yeah I have a really obscure question and this is one I'm asking everyone um, do you have a driver's license yes you do okay and have you ever gone on a road trip sort of a pseudo road trip okay okay <laughs> <laughs> well throughout this interview and this conversation with you um, the conversation is really about you know your drive your ambition your you know your road trip through your life and also through the creation and now the operation and the growth on the direction that you are taking 202 strong so you know using words like that um, you know what was the the genesis the beginning that the moment that you put fuel in your car 
to, to create 202 Strong? I think it goes back more so to why did I become a personal trainer? Mm -hmm. That was the fuel, that's the defining moment that I can think of and really remember. And I was at a regular gym I was doing a lap pull down exercise actually, <laughs> just minding my own business and this man came up to me and he said, wow, it's really amazing to see you know, strong women and women lifting weights and this must have been back in 2009 mm. and I said, yeah, it's really cool and more women should do it mm. and that kind of ignited this fire in me like, I want to be a personal trainer, I want to show women the power of strength training. Mm -hmm. And so that got me into the business of being a personal trainer. And I just wanted to take it to a bigger level. Mm -hmm. I was a trainer for about five years before opening 202 Strong. And I wanted to have a wider audience okay. with it. Yeah. And yeah. when you when you first you know, were creating 202 Strong, were you thinking about only um, catering to women? Because I know you have the class Girl Strong. But right. uh, was that the original concept? No, I wanted to cater to men and women. Mm -hmm. I had grown a clientele base of women over 50. And it was this ah. unique base of people. And they were lifting. And they were deadlifting and back squatting and doing all this. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to cater it to people who wouldn't typically want to lift or who would be intimidated by it. Okay. So 202 Strong kind of grew as this place where lifting isn't intimidating. It's a safe space. No matter who you are, we're going to teach you, we're going to show you your strength, help you find your strong. Mm -hmm. um, men, women, old, young. Yeah, like find your, your blank, you know, the strength. That's yeah. amazing. Okay, and then um, I know the answer to this question, but <laughs> others may not. What's with the 202? So 202 is the D.C. area code. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in Maryland, but D.C., coming from Bethesda, the suburbs, is kind of home. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to relate back to home and, you know, finding a name is really hard. Yeah. It took, can't tell you how many tries. Mm -hmm. And then this just stuck. And I like the word strong. I like that kind of power to it. That's mm -hmm. what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And for, for like the word strong, um, how do you define, define strength? Um, that's a good question. I don't define strength as just muscle or lifting, strength is more, I think for me, it's the confidence in yourself, the resiliency to just keep going and fighting for whatever it is you're fighting for. It could be in work, your personal life, personal growth. So I think of strength as a more emotional, mental mm. piece, mm -hmm. um, even in our workouts, than the physical yeah. aspect of strength. Mm -hmm. I, you yeah. know, I, I think that I agree with you. And one of the reasons that, you know, lifting and, and just physical fitness and being active is important to me is because my workouts really tell me what's going on inside of me. Yes. And if I don't have a good workout, many times it's because I'm not dealing with the situation in my personal life or my work life or whatever right. it may be. Um, but then there's those moments when, and you know, when you're having a great workout and everything is, you know, the endorphins are rushing um, and life is right. But um, I, I think that that's an amazing answer as far as strength. And I think with, and maybe you agree with me, actually, no, I'm gonna ask you this question. 
when these women and other male clients come in and they're not people who lift but they are wanting to get into lifting and, and this lifestyle, um, how do you see them develop through, you know, mental, emotionally, are they developing along with how they're developing their body, if that makes sense? Absolutely. And we do a piece called Throwback Thursday where you remember your first class and people talk about how afraid they were and how much stronger they are mentally, um, more so than physically. And you watch people's body awareness grow mm. and through that they know what they're doing and they have the confidence to maybe add more weight or not be so shy mm -hmm. in the gym. And then that turns into your personal life mm -hmm. and you're stronger in the office or with your family. And I definitely think the emotional, um, mental growth mm. and transformation is what sticks out in people's brain more so than when I came in, I could only deadlift 50 pounds and now I can deadlift mm -hmm. 100. Yeah, so it's there's a sense of strength. Yeah, there's yeah. like this strength and confidence that comes along with being strong, absolutely. physically strong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So I kind of want to dive back into the the business side of it. And, you know, I remember whenever you were telling the story, you originally found it too, too strong. If you don't want to talk about this, we don't have to. Okay. But when you originally set, uh, created 202 Strong, it was with another person. Yes. Um, and then you both decided to part ways in some sort. Was that, like, how does it, how does it feel or, or what was, you know, the feeling of, I guess, number one, coming up with a great idea, something with a great name, a strong name that d uh, residents of the DMV can relate to. And then, you know, you start to create this business, which is challenging in and of itself, right? but then you have a partner that you're working with and then you separate ways. Like, how, can you talk a little bit about the beginning and how you've grown from the beginning to where you are now with two amazing locations? Yes, so I approached my partner at the time and I said, we should open a gym and we should open a gym in DC. And he said, yeah, let's do it. He was very confident. Um, I was not as confident. I didn't think I could do it without a partner and I didn't trust myself, I didn't trust my expertise, my capabilities, I had no idea what I was doing. So I relied on him as the partner, you know, we'll, we'll do this together, mm -hmm. you know what you're doing, which obviously didn't. Or not that, I take that back, it's not that he didn't, but there was no level of expertise more so than the other. This was both of our first mm -hmm. ventures. Um, it wasn't working, um, the partnership just some are better than others and mm -hmm. ours didn't work. One of the hardest things I've done so far was make the decision to say it wasn't working. Ah. Um, instead of just going through the motions and allowing it to happen, I was really unhappy. And so I took the steps to, you know, split the partnership. And we both went our separate ways. We're both doing well. Mm -hmm. But it was also one of the more empowering moments, being the female in the partnership and saying, look, this isn't working. Yeah. Um, this is what has to happen. Well, so. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for yeah. one. <laughs> for one, yeah. a lot of people will just suffer through it and continue yeah. to suffer until things just disintegrate. Right, kind of naturally. And in business, I feel like that doesn't happen. There's so much money involved in business and, or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of the nastier side of the reality of business, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but I just, I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm very passionate about the fitness, not 
passionate about making the money mm -hmm. and so I needed to be happy while I do this and it needed to be a good situation for me good so I think it takes a lot it talks a lot, it takes a lot of bravery to say that yeah yeah it wasn't easy but I'm proud of myself for doing it and I'm better off now so that's amazing yeah, yeah that's great I mean obviously I, I stalk you on social media <laughs> and um, I see what's going on here in the classes and I've taken one class here I'm embarrassed that I haven't been back but I want to um, but I mean it, it's clear that your passion's here yes 100 percent um so when you were deciding i mean that moment you, I, there was a defining moment when you know i don't know it's like when you're you're driving down the road and you see like the flashers on you know something great like um i don't know a great roadside attraction right, right. like you're headed in one direction you have your focus this is the way that i'm going then you see oh there's something cool over there or you know this billboard's pointing me this direction like what was that moment when you decided I have these clients I need to open a gym do you have a moment like that you know it sort of just happened yeah um, the pieces that I remember I was talking to one of the members who's also a very good friend and family friend and she said you know I work in DC I wish that you know we could work out together in DC and I said that's a brilliant idea I you know I have all these clients I should do it and I approached you know my partner at the time and said it but I don't really remember a defining moment just mm -hmm. one thing led to the next and we found this amazing space in the middle of the central business district in DC and I couldn't say no and I was you know I set my mind to it and it just happened mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to say you know what was that initial fire mm -hmm. that like there wasn't one specific moment that's amazing yeah some people do they just they remember that exact moment but you remember the moment when you wanted to become a trainer and that was really that is the defining moment so what were you going me. to what were you doing when you before you were a trainer were you a student were you I was a student um, I waited tables in college mm -hmm. I loved that I loved the people to people interaction and running around and being busy and stressed out and crazy mm -hmm. I studied microbiology and I was on the path to getting my PhD in genetics. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And I told my parents, "Hey, guys, I'm going to be a personal trainer at Washington Sports Club." <laughs> oh my gosh! And they're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever." <laughs> so it was just—it felt like my calling, almost. I have to do this. I said to myself, "If I hate it, that's fine. I can quit. I can leave, but I have to try this." Um, so. That's amazing. It's been really my first job, mm -hmm. aside from you know waiting tables and other things like that, but my first real career path. That's amazing. And I just, I love it. And I mean, have you? I mean, the, the parents are a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> have I mean, do they think you're absolutely crazy? Do they try to talk you out of it? They always support whatever I decide to do. Um, they know I'm pretty stubborn, and once I say I'm doing something, you can't really change my mind. Mm -hmm. But they always reminded me, you know, you can always go back to school. You can always do this. You have this degree. I said, yeah, that's great. Um, but I really like this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when 202 Strong opened, I was trying to think. I don't remember their reaction when I said I was going to open this gym. Honestly, it feels like a blur. Um, you had so many things that you were focusing on, right? Yeah, I remember certain pieces, but I don't remember telling them or anything. That They're obviously very proud and supportive and 
helped lay the matting down and oh, wow. <laughs> sweep the floors. I said, Mom, you have to be here right now. And she would rush to the gym and do whatever needed to be done. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing I've noticed with not just family, but, you know, friends and people. Uh, that, the thing that I love about Washington, D.C., and this, every city probably has this, you, know, you have your tribe of people who will rally around you and support you. And yes. as a business owner, you really need the support of your friends 100%. and your family. Percent. And mentors. Mm. One thing I suggest is if you have someone that you look up to, don't be afraid to ask for help or ask their opinion or just talk to them because people are willing to give advice and talk to you and help you and rally behind you. Mm -hmm. So it's so important yeah. to have people behind your back. That's good. So if you were going to give, um, I guess, your, you could choose the age. Okay. Maybe like, let's say like 16 because that's like the legal driving age, right? Right. So tell your... Maddie, at 16 years old, a bit of advice or, you know, just really anything. What, what do you think you would say? I would tell myself to believe in myself and have confidence in myself. Ah. Um, I was kind of, you know, I was a figure skater mm. growing up. I was, I'm always very determined, driven. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to achieve this goal. But inward, much less confident. Um, and as I've gotten older and I've had to face challenges and overcome these challenges, I've gained that confidence. Mm -hmm. But I would tell my younger self, just, you know, be confident, love who you are, and everything will, everything ends up working out. Right. No matter what the hurdle is, it mm -hmm. ends up being okay. So don't focus so much on those minor... Like roadblocks. Roadblocks. Yeah. So what has yeah. been... Um, I feel in my personal life, I've had some roadblocks and I didn't realize that they were so major until I look back on them. So yeah. when you're like looking back in like the rear view mirror of your life, what, what have been your roadblocks? I think honestly, I'm my biggest roadblock oh. sometimes. Um, anxiety can get the best of me. <laughs> and, you know, I go at home at night and I'll create these outrageous situations in my mind of, mm -hmm. and then I realized, wow, none of this is going to happen. Like, it's okay. <laughs> um, so the roadblocks, I think, would be ones that I create in my head, mm -hmm. more so than anything that I can remember physically stopping me or preventing me. I, I take charge. I'm the type of person that you know, nothing gets in my way, mm -hmm. except for myself yeah. sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Whether that's relationships or other endeavors, I'm very, I'm a very focused, for better or for worse, individual. <laughs> <laughs> I think focus can be great. It can also, yeah. there's a time and a place where you can let go and yeah. relax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But is that like us? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. I completely understand how you feel. And I think a lot of people, they suffer from the same thing, like self-sabotage in a way, or just yeah. thinking, it's not going to work out. Or I'm not good enough. Right, wait, 100%. We always say we're not good enough. Well, yeah, you are. If you want to do it, you will be good enough. You'll find a way. 100%. 100%. Let's talk about, you've talked about roadblocks, but I, I'm kind of curious about how do you handle burnout? Do you get burned out? Yeah. 100%. And I hate to admit it because, you know, I have a team of coaches that 
work with me and all these members that come to my gym, but of course I get burnout where I don't want to be in the gym. I don't want to talk to anybody and I travel. I don't take long trips and people make fun of me. Oh, it's another Maddie vacation for three days, but just the change of scenery mm. is really important for me. Um, going somewhere else, taking the time away. And when I'm away, I 100% check out. Like I forget what I even do or who I am and I can just be in the moment. Oh. And that is very important for me. Oh, sister, I need you to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put your phone away, oh, put the away message on your email mm. and tell yourself I'm on vacation. Yeah. You know, I've actually thought about just locking my phone in like the lock box at the hotel, the safe, uh -huh. for the whole weekend. Yeah. Then I think, how oh, am I going to get those pictures? Well, the pictures I know, <laughs> and I can't. I can't trust myself to just put it on airplane right. mode, right? Well, so I went to Cuba, mm -hmm. and you couldn't have a cell phone, right? And I was so energized, even though I didn't get a lot of sleep. I was so energized. The second I landed back in the U.S. and I turned my phone on, I was just like, oh, I'm exhausted again. Emails, text messages, social media—it just drains you more it, than you realize. It, it does, and then, <laughs> and then you have on top of that you own a business and you have people who rely on you for an income. That's amazing, right. and but <laughs> it's stressful. And, but at the same time, I rely on them, right? Because if I'm lucky enough to be able to go on vacation, they're teaching classes and they're here making sure the gym is still functioning. And I do not take that for granted. Um, and that, that's another challenge for me in my own head is ensuring that they know how much I appreciate the coaches, the front desk, everyone involved. Um, Cause they're, you know, they're my team. Yeah. Can't do it without them. That's amazing. So how many people do you have on your team? Around 15 or 16. That's amazing. Between the two locations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that includes front desk and coaches. Awesome. Trainers. Awesome. Yeah. One thing that's important to me with workouts it's the music choice. Mm, yeah. So how do you decide what you're going to listen to and then what you're going to have play in the classes? It's one of the hardest decisions, honestly. I like something that's upbeat and PG rated. Oh, really? The trap music? <laughs> I um, always feel awkward when I have all these clients and then terrible lyric <laughs> and everyone's just standing there awkwardly. Um, so for a class, I like it just to be upbeat, fun, but people have all different tastes. And so some people like rock, some people like heavy rap, and I leave it up to the coach. Okay. To decide. All right. Yeah. That's, that's an easy question. But for you, like what's, do you have a current song that's like on like number one on your playlist? Oh yeah. But come back to me. Let me think about that. Okay. Cause I do. I never remember the names of them. I'm like, Oh, I just know I love this beat. I like something upbeat and emotional and that you can just sing yeah. aloud to. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the most embarrassing human at, at my, my, my base gym because I'm the girl who plays like Bollywood music and I'll do like Bollywood moves between <laughs> and I'm singing half of a song, you know, walking around and people just look at me like I'm an insane person, but, but you're having fun. But it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's definitely fun. It's right. Such a release music. It's, important so we're kind of in the a very important time for, for the world and specifically for being a woman not only an American woman but a woman of the world so 
what, what, how does it feel to be a woman and an American woman? I love being a woman. Um, it feels, we are in this sense of things are changing and women are being more respected and have equal power and opportunities. So I just feel very proud. I'm proud to be a female business owner. I'm proud to lead my team, um, you know, be a woman who had to get rid of her male business partner is something I'm very proud of. So I would just take a lot of pride, mm. I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I'm passionate about is helping other women. You know, 202 Strong and Girl Strong and my original base of clients was helping women find their strength and get away from this sense of I have to be as skinny as possible and burn calories. I used to run on the treadmill and track my calories. Um, getting away from that and finding more, and I always talk about confidence because that's what it did for me. But besides just in the gym, I have this passion about helping other women business owners or watching the women athletes or the gymnasts speak up and defend themselves and I get so emotional and proud <laughs> you know I just love it um, so yeah pride yeah Good. yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I think it's an amazing time to be a woman and um, you, know, you can say what you want about our current administration what's happening but I think what's most important is that people are women are finally starting to tell their stories and to be comfortable being who they are Yes. And that's what her drive is about is like sharing and exposing all these beautiful, amazing women who are completely different from one another. But the root thing that we have in common, yes, we're female, but we have we have drive, we have ambition, we have dreams, we have a voice and a strength to 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 be us and to help others and you're only going to get better by lifting people up and I think yes. I mean you are the prime example you're helping people physically and mentally become strong and I don't know that there's anything greater than that I love it it gets me out of bed every day and seeing the reaction of members when they you know hit a milestone in the gym or just walk in with more confidence mm -hmm. and swagger is amazing and then my coaches yeah I have a lot of female coaches um, I know the fitness industry can be and weightlifting tends to be male, but I have a ton of female coaches. I love working with them, mentoring them, teaching them, and seeing them have this sense of pride and power, self-confidence. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's amazing. It, it's a direct impact on the world. It's beautiful. Well, we've talked about you know what you love about being a woman, but what do you think is a current disadvantage. Do you think there are any disadvantages? I think women tend to create the disadvantage for themselves. We've actually had this conversation, but about being more forceful of what you deserve and what you want. And whether that's negotiating with men, um, or asking for a raise. I still think we're afraid to ask for it and we're afraid to stand up for ourselves 
and we get meek about it. Mm. I know I do. I feel bad or guilty about asking for more. If a man was in my position, he'd go right ahead. And I don't know if that's the way we process things or our emotional side or our fear. You know, but that would be the disadvantage, but I think I know we can overcome that. Mm -hmm. um, the stronger we all kind of get as a whole, women as a whole. Totally. I, I, I don't want to talk too much about me, but I, I feel like this year more than ever, the meaning the last 365 days, I have been asking more, not asking for permission, but right. just asking for what I want, saying what I want, and giving myself permission to want something. Right. And something that struck me a few months ago when, whenever um, we were talking, you shared the story, I believe, about, I think it was uh, getting the space that you wanted and negotiating, I believe, with the building yes. people. Can you share that a little bit? Um, yes. I want to remember what exactly I... Yeah, I think it was about... I, don't, I, I think you were talking about the lease agreements or something. So something that you were like, you definitely asked him more and yeah. I actually got it. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. So I, in my other location, was extending my lease and I had just gone through all these renovations. I had tripled in size. So we were negotiating the terms of the lease and I thought, there's no way I can ask for this. They're going to laugh at me, but I think it's realistic and reasonable. These are my reasons why. And I remember going back and forth and there was some back and forth and I give and they give, but I ended up essentially getting what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, like I just did that. I just negotiated this lease and got an amazing, well, what I feel is a fair deal, what I deserved. But I, at first I would have just said, oh, okay, you know, yeah. I'll take it. But I learned also that, you know, you go through these negotiations and it's a back and forth. and. My brother does the same kind of negotiations, and he's not afraid to do it, so why am I? Hmm. Um, and it's, that's funny because like, you didn't study business. No. <laughs> I didn't study business, and a lot of us are just learning by doing. I learn everything by doing. Everything. And every challenge that I face or something that I find scary, anxiety-provoking, I tell myself it's only scary now because you've never done it before. But in five years, you're going to look back and either you'll laugh or you'll say, oh, I know how to do this. It's mm -hmm. no big deal. Yeah. So that's how I overcome these challenges, like negotiating the lease. I said, okay, this is the first time I've done it. So it's hard. It's scary. I don't know what's going to happen. But now that I've done it, okay, I can do it again. Yeah, of course. And it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're approaching life with that, uh, that mindset, then, I mean, I'm assuming there's less anxiety. Yeah. Maybe I mean I, try. <laughs> I still create these ridiculous situations we in all my do. head. We we <laughs> oh at gosh. least I'm aware of it. Oh my goodness, every, every day. Oh my god. Yeah. Amazing. Well, um, kind of you know closing up here, but um, if there's one thing you want to like toot your horn about, what what is that? In terms of two or too strong. You can toot your horn about 202 Strong, about <laughs> personal stuff, anything, honestly. What are you celebrating? Hmm. Um, I'm celebrating 
my success and my success as doing what I love and seeing the joy in other people of what I love. I've created an incredibly inclusive community. We are all ages, we are all races, we are all sizes and backgrounds and coming in to work each day and meeting all these new different people um, opens my eyes to a lot of the world and you know I just feel very lucky that I'm able to do what I love, that I know what I love um, and that Too Too Strong is a result of that and it's growing and expanding. That's, that's so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> um, okay, well, Maddie Watkins, it's been great having you on her drive. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so is there anything you want to leave with the listeners as to how they can find you and find 202 Strong? Yes, yeah, so 202strong.com is our website, and we're in downtown D.C., near the White House, actually, and then up in North Bethesda, Maryland. Amazing. Okay. Well, thank you so much, my dear. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Her Drive with Cindy Cramblett. If you want to know more about today's guest or know a fascinating woman you'd love for me to interview, please see the show notes, visit Instagram or her-drive.com. And please, 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 if you love the show, leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for riding along and subscribe to join our next woman and her drive to success.